Hello and welcome to the weekly Economic and Market Watch podcast. This is Sam Kem of CFC. We have recently felt a sense of relief in oil and gasoline prices, but are we expecting them to continue to decline, stabilize, or go right back up to potentially high levels? Let's take a look. Like anything else, oil prices are determined by supply and demand. The decline of oil prices from their recent highs in the past month have been driven by a gloomy outlook of global demand. With weak global growth, economic activity has decelerated or even declines in some places, which led to declines in global demand for oil. Additionally, the lockdowns and other COVID restrictions in China have also put downward pressure on demand and ultimately pulled down oil prices. Another factor that has impacted demand, particularly the outlook of global demand, is the monetary tightening cycles around the world. Concerns of rising interest rates have crippled demand for oil. And remember, that is exactly the intent of central banks when they raise interest rates to combat inflation. Furthermore, with the rise of the value of the dollar, which is the principal currency used in oil trading, oil becomes relatively more expensive for those living in other countries, further pushing down demand for oil in those countries. On the other hand, U.S. consumers have also been reactive to high oil prices and limited their demand for oil in response. It's actually quite interesting to observe, seeing how U.S. consumers appearing to be more reactive to high oil prices than those of other goods. In fact, had U.S. consumers reacted similarly to high prices of other goods, inflation would have fallen a little bit more, I guess. So there you have it, all the factors that are driving down global demand and therefore oil prices. Now let's take a look at what's happening on the supply side. At the beginning of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, oil prices skyrocketed immediately. That was not as a result of additional supply shortages. Remember, there wasn't yet any interruption to oil supply by Russia. Sanctions on Russian oil were not yet introduced, let alone implemented. It was purely driven by speculations of future shortages. We, of course, were also facing supply and demand imbalances after the world started recovering from COVID. That's why oil prices were already trending upward, even before the war started. Back in 2020, oil production declined dramatically in response to the decline in demand and appeared to fall a little behind consumption up until earlier this year. Oil suppliers can be broadly divided into two groups, OPEC and non-OPEC. Non-OPEC are considered price takers as they do not have a centralized price-setting organization, while OPEC has a large price-setting power. In response to the dramatic decline in demand due to COVID lockdowns, OPEC decided to lower production in order to prevent prices from falling. Even as demand resumed, OPEC production was slow to catch up. OPEC Plus, which includes OPEC countries and 13 other oil-producing countries such as Russia, claimed that it aims to return to pre-pandemic levels in late 2022. Its next meeting is on September 5th. As this podcast is being recorded before then, we do not know yet what's the outcome. However, the fear is that OPEC Plus, with Saudi Arabia's lead, may cut output in response to the revival of the Iran's deal. By the time you're listening to this podcast, the decision will have come out already. Another factor that will impact supply is the rising conflict in Libya, which caused output to drop and could potentially lead to further declines if a civil war breaks out. Recently, there has been significant increases in global commercial inventories, largely driven by releases from OECD countries such as the U.S. and its allies, which are all non-OPEC countries. Overall, from the supply side, we see that there are a lot of potential threats to output, while the U.S. and its allies have been carrying the weight to keep output up. 
The question is, how long can they continue to do this and what are the long-term strategies? More importantly, which will be the stronger force, supply or demand? I'm afraid that's all the time we have for now. Thank you for listening and be sure to download the Economic and Market Watch dashboard. Talk to you soon.